Welcome to TV7 Israel's podcast. We invite you to listen and share our latest content from Israel and the region. I would like to pray for everyone that we could all feel joy. And I am peace. asking for prayer for my family. I would like family. to ask prayer for the unity between different congregations. Please pray with me uh, for my uh, nation. Pray for successful operations. Please pray. It will be a safe journey. We pray for their well-being. We pray that you will unite us, unite us to be good brothers. You have given victory, Lord. Thank you for leading and guiding us. Shalom and welcome to Jerusalem Praise. I'm Yair Pinto, and together with me, as always, is Monica Yaguri. How are you doing, Monica? Doing wonderful. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. It's great to be here with you. And we have a very exciting and uh, special guest with us. We have Dr. Catherine Snyder. How are you doing, Catherine? Doing very well. Thank you. All the way from also Jerusalem, right? <laughs> yes. Not very far away. <laughs> good, good. And uh, okay, before I introduce the topic and we ask you some questions, then I would like to ask uh, Monica if you could lead us in, in prayer. Sure. Abba Father, we just thank you so much for this opportunity uh, this today to join with you and, and with all our viewers today. And uh, uh, thank you for bringing and, and getting the attention of all those who, who need to hear this today, Lord. And uh, we just ask you to unite us in your spirit, make us one, help us to set our eyes on you and our minds on you, uh, steady our hearts and, and quiet our minds and... and uh, Help us to see things as you see them, and we ask for your grace and for your wisdom, for your leading, your guidance, that everything we should do and, and say today that will bring you glory, Lord, and that your plan and your purposes be done as in heaven, so on earth. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Monica. And uh, today's topic of the show is receiving wise counseling as believers. Okay, I would like to start by reading a verse from a very wise man. Uh, Solomon, from uh, Proverbs 1, uh, 1 to 7. The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealing, in righteousness, justice, and equality, to give prudence to the simple, knowledge and desertion to the youth, let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtains guidance to understand the proverb and the saying, the words of the wise and the riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, fools despise wisdom and instruction. Okay, with this, we can uh, launch uh, this show, and we have a very special guest, as I said, Dr. Catherine, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. And uh, you are the director of uh, Anchor of Hope, yes, right? Yes. Here in Jerusalem. Yes. And this is very, you know, in, uh, interesting story about this Anchor of Hope because this is, I think, the first um, Bible-based counseling center in Israel. Is that correct? Well, there was a counseling center from uh, Israel College of the Bible. Mm -hmm. uh, that's no longer in operation, but uh, Anchor of Hope is definitely pioneer work in Jerusalem. Yeah, yeah, and and the reason that I got to this show is actually very, very interesting. I would like to share this this story. You, I don't think I told you about this, Monica. It's uh, uh, my mother-in-law, Martha, <laughs> when she came to Israel, 
she came from uh, YWAM and a ba- uh, background of counseling, and she personally was helped by counseling mm-hmm. uh, in her personal life. And she came here, and there was no counseling center or something for, for believers. So she started praying into that, and she prayed together with you <laughs> for a long time and dedication. They prayed, and after a few years... Um, and there's more stories to it that you will yes, share. Yes. God really answered the prayer miraculously. He did. And now there is the anchor of hope. Yes. And uh, we'll hear more about what you do uh, after, but maybe you can start by sharing like your part in this, you know, prayer that was answered. Yes. Okay, so uh, Martha King and I and uh, a few others prayed very, very consistently for our counseling center every mm-hmm. Tuesday morning for around three hours for, <laughs> for years. And um, we just prayed in faith. In faith, to get more education with the counseling center vision in mind, mm-hmm. I attended Fuller Seminary. I went on faith because I didn't have the money to pay for Fuller Seminary, (laughs) but God was behind it. And after two years, I got accepted into the PhD program in marriage and family counseling. And just when things really, it was really a valley financially because I lost a job. I owed Fuller $3,000. I thought, well, maybe I need to quit this. I got a phone call from uh, a Benedictine monastery in Abu Ghosh. <laughs> Next to I Jerusalem, used, yes. Yeah, near where you live. And um, I used to go there on quiet days quite a lot. And the phone rings. Uh, it's Sister Michaela from Abu Ghosh. And she said, someone just came here out of the blue, which is always a good phrase <laughs> in these stories, out of the blue. And I told them about the vision for a counseling center And this person wants to put you through Fuller Seminary. And she did for five years, including expenses, and it came to around $100,000. Never met the person, never filled out an application. Wow. Wow. And after that uh, confirmation and getting my PhD, I didn't return to Israel. I went to Washington, D.C., And I worked as a chaplain at the National Institutes of Health. I worked in a psychiatric hospital as an assessment supervisor. I worked in the federal government as a consultant and counselor. And all the time I'm asking, but Lord, what does this really have to do with that, with this vision? But, uh, you know, you see things in retrospect. And that was tremendous training for me, Mm -hmm. clinical training. Mm -hmm. But at a certain point... I felt it was time for the counseling center. And I called then Pastor Wayne Hilston, who was pastor of King of Kings, and he knew about the vision. I said, I think it's time for the counseling center. He said, well, you know, we just bought a pornography shop. (laughs) (laughs) An unlikely place, but it's really a redemption story. And we're thinking of maybe a counseling center there. And I came and I spoke with Wayne. And in 2013, the counseling center opened Amen. Amen. That's right already on. ten years next year. Then anniversary. Yes, it is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Iscaria. Yeah. We've all heard the story here in Jerusalem about uh, cleaning out the shop. Yeah. <laughs> and putting something else inside. So. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. Good. Now, what was a broken place, a mm. place of sin, is a place of healing and redemption. Mm-hmm. And the counseling center has expanded to branch in Tel Aviv. We have a young Israeli couple, Nati Silverman and Sarah. Maybe you know them. He's the pastor of Adonai Roi congregation. Mm-hmm. And we have a, a branch in Binyamina, just south of Haifa. Okay. 
So I was wondering, I mean, what's the, the difference between this counseling center and just, I don't know, a secular counseling center or going to a psychiatrist? I mean, what's, are there any biblical principles of being a counselor of God? You know, what's the difference? Yes. Well, uh, first of all, we're Bible-based. Mm-hmm. All counseling, really, if you're a believer, heads towards forgiveness. There is so much that uh, happens to people that's so painful that does need forgiveness, and that's a big part of the redemption process. Uh, We take from psychology what is um, in line with the Word of God. There's a lot of research that backs up the Word of God, and the reason secular psychology works at all is because whether they know it or not, they're operating on biblical principles when when they're in line with them. Such as forgiveness. Such as forgiveness. Such as bringing into the light that which is hidden. Such as having a safe place to share without being defensive, without worrying that your story is going to become gossip, uh, where you can really open up to another person and to the Lord uh, simultaneously. Mm -hmm. It's very, very powerful when people come and they are able to do that because mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit can truly penetrate the heart. So counseling is really a big part of discipleship because if you come in and you bring what's really blocking you and, and, and blocking your walk and blocking your relationships, and, uh, and there sometimes there are things that happened in the past that are so painful. If you bring that into the light and you have someone who's a trained listener, who's listening and is on your side and can work with you, the Holy Spirit is definitely there be in the process, around the process, and behind the process to bring healing, which is Isaiah 61, which is the Spirit of God is upon us to bring mm-hmm. healing to the captives and bind up the brokenhearted. And the verse goes on to say, to restore the devastation of generations. Wow. And that's what we're dealing with very often. It's uh, We very much look at the whole family. We look at the history of the family with every client. We do genograms, which is the history of the family, to see the whole context of the person. And, of course, prayer is part of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but God is in the whole thing. Yes. And I wanted to ask, I, that was one of my scriptures as well, that uh, a lot of people over the years, like uh, with this Christian counseling, uh, during my uh, years of being a believer, some people have been op- opposing it, saying that, like, where is it in the Bible? And then that they are using too many psychological methods and, and ways of dealing with this. So that was one of the scriptures. And uh, Maybe you can read the scripture for, a, for our viewers. Well, um Catherine just uh, quoted Isaiah 61, uh, mm-hmm. which said about the anointing of the Lord. But then in the New Testament, in the, let's say, um, in the Gospel of Luke, for example, Jesus reads the same scripture mm-hmm. in the synagogue. And then when he finished, finished his reading, he said that this has been fulfilled in your ears, in your listening. As you listen, it has been fulfilled. So Luke 4, 18 to 30, for example, says that the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, set at liberty those who are oppressed Mm -hmm. and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. 
And then uh, verse 20 says that then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, today, the scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Amen. So, uh, so Jesus is the one. <laughs> And then uh, the Old Testament all, uh, also goes, uh, one of the names of uh, Abba Father is... Uh, counselor. Is a counselor. Wonderful counselor. Prince of Peace, wonderful, uh, wonderful counselor. Also, he's a Jehovah Rapha, who is the Lord who healeth us. Mm -hmm. So, and, and from these verses, we see that it doesn't talk about just the physical healing. It also talks about the heart and uh, captives and oppressions and, and all these things. So, like in your experience... Uh, how does the Bible fit into all of this? And uh, and uh, how would you explain? How would you answer the question to somebody who is skeptical and uh, saying that there's too much psychology and too little of the Bible? Or where is it in the Bible? So Well, you just read where it was in the <laughs> Bible. I'm not going to repeat it. Well, you know, um, there's a story in the, Paso in the Passover story in Exodus when the uh, Israelites were leaving Egypt. They were told to take us for all the jewelry and all the riches mm -hmm. of the Egyptians. So when we raid the, the psychology research, in a sense, we're taking the riches of, of the research that's been done, mm. the research on addiction, on abuse, um, on, on healing of families, and we're taking that where it lines up with the Bible. You know, um, we don't reject medicine. Of course. And medicine very often is a mediation of God. Uh, we love to see divine healing with no mm. mediation other than God. But very often God uses doctors and, mm. and so forth. Mm. And it's the same thing with counseling. Mm -hmm. It's a mediation of God. And it gives people a chance to, you see, when people are in counseling, they get a chance to understand their own heart, their mm. own story, their own dynamic. Very often when we do a genogram, people see that they're reliving patterns in their relationship now with mm -hmm. what they had in their family. And when they see that, then there can be growth, then there can be change. They don't have to repeat the same, mm -hmm. the same process. Mm -hmm. uh, where else it is in the Bible? I think it's in Corinthians 13, all about love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you see, how do you really uh, come to... Um, put these scriptures into effect in your own life. Very often, we need healing to do that. That's what discipleship is. That's what sanctification is. Mm -hmm. And so we're a part of that. And, that, and we see that all the time in the counseling center. Mm -hmm. And um, if anyone's interested, they could look at our website, anchorofhope.org.il, and look at our testimony section. Yeah. Uh, and did you see that? Yeah. And people are writing in all the time, uh, this is the first time I'm happy in my marriage. Um, people who are involved in pornography that say, look, I'm free of this now. Mm -hmm. I found forgiveness. I mean, we have a lot of testimonies because people are grateful that mm -hmm. they got help. What yes. was the, I was wondering, because our viewers like to also to pray for, for Israel, for Jerusalem. Yes. What, what were the, and what are the challenges that you see in the body of Christ you know, that people come and ask for counseling to, to help? I think the challenges are pretty much the challenges that face many people, even if they're not believers. Mm -hmm. That has to do with, unfortunately, we see a lot of sexual abuse that happened in childhood. Uh, we see some addiction. We see addiction. We see depression. 
We see people suffering from anxiety. Of course, with believers, you see people searching for guidance, searching for purpose in life, healing of marriages. So if people want to pray for for the counseling center and for believers Mm -hmm. here, they could really pray that people, that families would be strengthened, that people would get all the help that they need, you know, through our center and and other ministries as well. Mm -hmm. We're not supposed to do this alone. Yeah, yes, definitely. We're supposed to. And, you know, even the humility it takes to to call and say we need help, that is where the Lord, the Lord works with the broken. And the and he works when we're weak, that's when he can be really strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. God, God always wants us to, like, take the first step, and then he He comes towards us. Like when yeah. he when He raised the, uh, raised the dead, he said, like, get up. Come pa- pack forth. up, come forth, uh, right. you know, there is the open your eyes, all yes. these uh, commands that the person that's receiving the healing has to take a leap of a first step of faith. Yes, and that first step can be very often be very hard. I mm-hmm. We have a 30-week counseling class for lay counselors, and we have now... We've trained over 100 people all over Israel in different congregations. And I tell them, very often people come for counseling, they don't want to be there. It's, you know, it, it, it takes some humility to say, look, I'm taking off the mask. I don't have it together. I'm hurting. Please help. Yeah. And God loves it. God says, great. Now <laughs> we can, <laughs> now we can really minister to you. Yeah, and there's another scripture that says uh, where Jesus said the truth will set you free. And it does. So um, you have to face yourself and face the truth and be humble to do that. And it takes some work. but um, It does take work. But, uh, uh, well, we have to do the work. But I wanted to ask also, like, have you noticed anything specific to Israel and Jerusalem, perhaps, like in, in the issues that people have, uh, that the rest of the body of Christ in the world can pray specifically for Israel and Jerusalem? Well, I would pray that, uh, well, you know, I would really pray for finances for the body of, of Christ, mm. the body of Messiah. That's a lot of the, the issues that people Yes, have. people come in, and uh, we, we're we non-profit. We, 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 there are people donate, but they don't have to donate. Uh, so we're not asking for money, mm. but people, and it's a good thing, because the finances here... If people really want to pray, because when you have any problem as basic as finances, it affects people's security, uh, their emotional life, and their spirituality as well. That's one thing. Uh, Pray for marriages here. Mm -hmm. People are under a lot of stress. Um, I I think those are the areas, uh, because as I said, pornography is a worldwide uh, epidemic. It's not just in Israel. But you can really pray for the strengthening of believers and to come forth when they need help, mm-hmm. not spiritualize it. Maybe you, you know? can uh, lead us now together with our viewers back at home, yeah. uh, you know, in prayer for these topics. Oh, okay. I'd be glad to. Thanks. Well, Heavenly Father, I thank you that um, that as believers all around the world through this wonderful ministry, this television ministry, we can join our hearts and uh, come to you to ask you for your help, your provision, your sustenance for the believers here in Israel and in Jerusalem that marriages would be strengthened, that uh, the tension of the political situation would not 
permeate everyone so deeply and that you would you would lift off that anxiety that that is sometimes even unconscious i pray lord that you would help us in areas of addiction help us where there's depression help us lord where there is um abuse issues especially sexual abuse we ask lord that you would truly minister and that people would be um, more and more willing to open up and seek you and ask for the help they need there's no stigma in saying i need help and we thank you for that lord we bless your name in yeshua's name amen 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 well, Monica, I think it's time to go to our second part of the show. Ah. Could you maybe lead us there to the prayer requests? Well, uh, we have a couple of prayer requests that have come from India, so mm-hmm. perhaps uh, we will uh, focus on them, but uh, we can tie it into <laughs> our topic. I'm mm-hmm. sure people need help and counseling in India as well. And then uh, I remembered another scripture uh, from uh, Proverbs 11, 14, uh, which says that for the lack of guidance, a nation falls, but many advisors make victory sure. So um, a, somebody is called here, um, uh, Evangelist Matthew, <laughs> pray for India also. Our present government, for the first time after 75 years, openly made a strong bonding with Israel under the leadership of Prime Minister Mr. Uh, Mr. Modi. India is now blessed to have uh, uh, that never-ending relationship. God promised Abraham, I will bless them that bless you. I will curse them that curse you. So now we are blessed. Long live India and Israel. Relationship, God bless you all. And uh, there is another one uh, from India. Ashish Alexander uh, asks for a prayer for family. And uh, and another person asks prayer for family. So it was... uh, you also said that family counseling is very important and uh, and India being blessed and joining in with Israel uh, and uh, getting this good, strong counsel for uh, the leaders to uh, align with Israel. So that's very important mm-hmm. also to have the wisdom from God for that. So, yeah, maybe you can uh, lead us in so, prayer for, right. uh, for we, we uh, pray. evangelist Matthew. <laughs> Yeah, that was a prayer for India. So, Father, we just thank you that uh, we thank you for India. We thank you for India's leaders and uh, all the believers in India, Father, who are looking to you, Lord. And we're just asking for your leading, for your guidance, for your wisdom to align with Israel. We just thank you for uh, these decisions that have been made made by the leaders recently. Thank you for... uh, blessing India. I thank you for blessing India's uh, church and families, bringing them together and giving them wise counsel, Lord. And uh, we also pray for the families and and everybody else who's been asking for their families, Father. Thank you. We just surround them with faith and love and uh, we plead the blood of Jesus over them, Father. And we just uh, thank you. The family uh, comes from your heart and you're the Father and uh, out of you come uh, all the families of the earth get their name, Lord. And uh, we just look to you uh, for leading, for guidance, for counsel, and um, I ask for your blessing for all the leaders uh, so that your will can be done as in heaven, so on earth, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. Yeah, Father, I also like to pray really for courage, for uh, for us personally to ask for help, for to ask for counseling. I know it's not, uh, not easy to do, but... Uh, we really need to open our hearts and we are weak and we need you to fill us to be stronger. Mm-hmm. So really, I like to encourage the people back at home 
to pray that God will give you the courage and we pray that God will give you the courage and give us the courage to come forth with our, you know, um, bad areas that we can become better and really also uh, help and counsel each other. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Well, Catherine, if you have maybe a few uh, prayer points, we have like about two minutes if you can share with the viewers back at home um, for personally or for the the ministry, what is your needs? Yes, for our ministry. To reach more people, to help to more. To reach more people, to help more people, uh, for um, our counselors also to mm-hmm. continue in the anointing and wisdom that they have. Uh, that the counseling centers in Benyamina, which is our newest center, would also really be blessed because there is really very few resources in the north for counseling for believers. Uh, also for Mati, Nati and Sarah Sil- mm-hmm. Silverman in Tel Aviv, as they're beginning to uh, take over that counseling center in that area, and that they would be truly blessed. They're a very anointed couple, mm-hmm. and, and uh, wonderful to have a young pastor interested in counseling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of wisdom, and I think Definitely, for that, yeah. yeah. Do you know him? <laughs> no, no, but I'm, I'm. I always think you know, being a pastor, you need a lot of wisdom, and he's young, you know, and uh, but he's wonderful, and so is his wife, and so just for that continual protection and anointing, because we are still still a pioneering work. Mm-hmm. Uh, the body in Israel is is uh, ex- has accepted counseling more and more, and uh, they're not. Uh, holding up a cross every time they see a psychologist. I can't get away. <laughs> they, are, they see now. They see because we're not anymore in survival mode and as congregations, so problems could emerge. Mm-hmm. And so there's much more support. Would you remember or um, um, would you have a short story, perhaps, some kind of uh, healing, uh, special, somehow bright situation with somebody? Yes. Yes, we do. We had someone come to us. It was actually an employer who asked to, if we would meet with his uh, with his employee who was an alcoholic and was really ruining his life. And we did an intervention in the counseling center. The employee was actually a believer. Mm-hmm. And the, the employee was so impacted by the sorrow he was causing this other man that he, got, he agreed to get help. He went to AA. He came to the counseling center two and three times a week. Uh, at this point in his life, he's been abstinent no, over three years. Mm-hmm. He has a full-time job. He wow. is completely sufficient economically. And actually, he started to lead the AA group. So we have a wonderful story in that of someone whose life came back into order. Also, he had a lot of healing in his family. Mm. A lot of forgiveness, a lot of reconciliation happened along the way. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you for this uh, encouraging uh, message. So I'd like to thank you for coming to the show, Catherine. It was a pleasure. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you, Monica. Thank you. And uh, let's conclude with the priestly blessing. I'd like to ask you back at home to join us. Shalom Alechem, and we'll see you next time for another episode of Jerusalem Praise.
Thank you for joining us in another TV7 Israel podcast. For more content, visit our website at tv7israelnews.com or follow us on social media.